Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the third day of December. It is uh, such a joy and a distinct honor, truly, to be here and reading the Word of God for us uh, together with all of you individually. We do that collectively and in beautiful community. It truly is one of my favorite things about this particular ministry. We're here for the Word of God, but you gain a big, beautiful community uh, as well as wisdom, insight, um, and understanding of the Word of God while being in relationship with God through His Word. We get to be in relationship with God's people through His Word it's a really beautiful thing. We're going to finish the book of 1 Corinthians today before we move on to 2 Corinthians. And we'll do that by reading chapters 15 and 16. It's a brand new week here. So we finished a translation yesterday and we're starting a brand new translation today. Today we'll be reading the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB, and we'll be reading that translation all this week. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now I want to make clear for you, brothers and sisters, the gospel I preached to you, which you received, on which you have taken your stand, and by which you are being saved. If you hold to the message I preached to you, unless you believed in vain, for I passed on to you as most important what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to over five hundred brothers and sisters at one time. Most of them are still alive, but some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one born at the wrong time, he also appeared to me. For I am the least of the apostles, not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it is I or they, so we proclaim and so you have believed. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say, there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation is in vain, and so is your faith. Moreover, we are found to be false witnesses about God because we have testified wrongly about God that he has raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up, if, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless. You are still in your sins. Those, then, who have fallen asleep in Christ have also perished. If we have put our hope in Christ for this life only, we should be pitied more than anyone. But as it is, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep, for since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man. For just as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. 
but each in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward, at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, when he abolishes all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign until he puts all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be abolished is death, for God has put everything under his feet. Now when it says everything is put under him, it is obvious that he who puts everything under him is the exception. When everything is subject to Christ, then the Son himself will also be subject to the one who subjected everything to him, so that God may be all in all. Otherwise, what will they do who are being baptized for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, then why are people baptized for them? Why are we in danger every hour? I face death every day, as surely as I may boast about you, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus our Lord. If I fought wild beasts in Ephesus as a mere man, what good did that do to me? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Come to your senses and stop sinning, for some people are ignorant about God. I say this to your shame. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? What kind of body will they have when they come? You fool. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And as for what you sow, you are not sowing the body that will be, but only a seed, perhaps of wheat or another grain. But God gives it a body as he wants, and to each of the seeds its own body. Not all flesh is the same flesh. There is one flesh for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the splendor of the heavenly bodies is different from that of the earthly ones. There is a splendor of the sun, another of the moon, and another of the stars. In fact, one star differs from another star in splendor. So it is with the resurrection of the dead, sown in corruption, raised in corruption, sown in dishonor, raised in glory, sown in weakness, raised in power, sown a natural body, raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. Like the man of dust, so are those who are of the dust. Like the man of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we will also bear the image of the man of heaven. What I am saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor can corruption inherit incorruption. Listen, I am telling you a mystery. We will not all fall asleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this corruptible body must be clothed with incorruptibility, and this mortal body must be clothed with immortality. When this corruptible body is clothed with incorruptibility, 
and this mortal body is clothed with immorality, then the saying that is written will take place. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where death is your victory? Where death is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Now about the collection for the saints, do the same as I instructed the Galatian churches. On the first day of the week, each of you is to set something aside and save in keeping with how he is prospering, so that no collections will need to be made when I come. When I arrive, I will send with letters those you recommend to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it is suitable for me to go as well, then they will travel with me. I will come to you after I pass through Macedonia, for I will be traveling through Macedonia, and perhaps I will remain with you or even spend the winter so that you may send me on my way wherever I go. I don't want to see you now just in passing since I hope to spend some time with you if the Lord allows, but I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost because a wide door for effective ministry has opened for me, yet many oppose me. If Timothy comes, see that he has nothing to fear while with you because he is doing the Lord's work just as I am. So let no one look down on him. Send him on his way in peace so that he can come to me because I am expecting him with the brothers. Now about our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to come to you with the brothers, but he was not at all willing to come now. However, he will come when he has an opportunity. Be alert, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Brothers and sisters, you know the household of Stephanus. They are the first fruits of Achaia and have devoted themselves to serving the saints. I urge you also to submit to such people and to everyone who works and labors with them. I am delighted to have Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus present because these men have made up for your absence, for they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, recognize such people. The churches of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla send you greetings warmly in the Lord, along with the church that meets in their home. All the brothers and sisters send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. This greeting is in my own hand, Paul. If anyone does not love the Lord, a curse be on him. Our Lord, come. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love be with all of you in Christ Jesus. So over the last few days, we have broken up the book of First Corinthians together. And you can easily hear it differently when it's broken up day by day. But if you read this consecutively, which I highly recommend, by the way, you start to hear it differently. You take out the tone of Paul and listen. I think you will hear the heart of Paul. Yesterday's passage on love is so essential, in my humble opinion, a great teaching on spiritual gifts, a very sound teaching because I think sometimes we have a tendency to misunderstand these gifts and miscommunicate these gifts. 
and maybe even place them on their own altar of worship. And then we hear about unity in the body of Christ, such a great depiction and really a word of correction for the backbiting, the slander, the gossip, and the plain hatred uh, we can see, unfortunately, in the church, in the body of Christ, uh, due to our own selfish pride, due to our own stiff-necked stubbornness, and probably lots of other reasons that I'm not even thinking of right now, but this illustration that Paul gives is such a great picture of how the body of Christ can't really function without every part functioning, working together. And then, of course, the infamous chapter on love, which is one of my favorites, and it's not my favorite because I've gotten it right. It's my favorite because when I lose my way, when it comes to love, when I lose my mind, <laughs> when it comes to love, when I lose perspective and tend to try on my own, I quickly realize how much on my own is a disaster. And when I think of the love of Christ, when I think of love that I don't deserve, when I think of that in human relationship, I can't hardly, can't hardly stand. My knees tend to buckle and it convicts me to know where my work should be and where my focus needs to be re-centered and recalibrated. And then it's just such a great reminder as believers that if we have all of these spiritual gifts and we wear them as a badge of honor and we flaunt them and we put them on public display, but behind closed doors, love cannot be found, then we have nothing. But when I take inventory, when I stop, and when I think of human love and of heavenly love, that which I have not deserved and certainly not reciprocated at times, but when I focus on what it is and how I have been loved, I can tell you that it satisfies, it secures us, it anchors us, it holds us in a way that nothing else can. And I pray that that gives us something that we all should strive for. Jesus, we thank you for your words here once again. We thank you for your love that we don't deserve, that we can't comprehend, that we get so wrong ourselves. But I pray that as we read these passages today, we would be reminded of the newness that you brought to the world this, I give you a new commandment to love one another, that people will know us to be yours by the love that we show for one another, that we know that faith and hope are essential and they are good things, but love is what is the greatest of all three. May we be love in a world of hatred. May we be love and kindness just like yours, that leads people to repentance, to change. And I pray every person listening, if they have never experienced the unfathomable love 
the unconditional love both in humanly or heavenly that you would speak to their heart and that your love for them would maybe even make their knees buckle and may we rest in the perfect love that only you can bring I pray this now in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen Daily Audio Bible that's home base check it out if you haven't Take a look around. That's also the website. It's the free app. And speaking of app, if you would love to be a part of what is to come in the future of the app world of Daily Audio Bible, you can get in on the Christmas vinyl. I'm calling it the Christmas vinyl initiative. $25 per vinyl. There are five for purchase. $25 minimum. And you can purchase as little as one or as many as five if you would like. Vinyls made such a cool comeback. And I think that those that love to collect vinyl, such as my husband, are every bit as passionate as vinyl was back in the day. I remember Christmas being on vinyl for me as a child at, at grandma's house. So, so if you want all of the nostalgia of days of yore, and hopefully your record player doesn't sit in a cabinet that takes up half of your living space. But now is the time to get in on that while supplies last and just through the Christmas season here at Daily Audio Bible. Let's talk Daily Audio Bible Family Christmas. If you would like to call in your Christmas greeting, you can do that. I know for so many of you, it's one of your favorite things that we do here uh, the entire year, and I get that, it's like a virtual Christmas card, hearing the people that you have maybe prayed for throughout the year or prayed with throughout the year or just wondered about. It's a really great way to hear from those that you are in community with. So the way to do that is to call the main Daily Audio Bible number or use the main Daily Audio Bible channel on the app. If you would like to partner with us here at Daily Audio Bible, we thank you so much for your partnership. We could not do this without you. And we are so grateful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or utilizing your mobile device, hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner. And lastly, look for the give icon on the website. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We will turn the page together tomorrow and start the second book of Corinthians. Until then, love one another. Good morning, Dab C family. This is Andy from Delaware, just calling in to ask for a quick prayer for my son-in-law and my daughter as they travel to Virginia. My son-in-law is applying to med school and has um, received an interview with VCOM in Blacksburg and it's a very amazing medical system there and he is a very good fit for them. Um, the interview process is an all day thing. It's the first step in acceptance and um, it would help them to get their life on track and get started with what they wanna do in life. They both wanna serve the Lord and they both want to be uh, medical professionals. He's applying to med school. My daughter's applying to PA school. There's also a PA school 
within a half an hour of VCOM. So we are praying that she gets an interview there and that they both can get started pretty close around the same time. So please just pray for them for traveling mercies and for favor and for God to give discernment and wisdom during the questions and the interview and just to give them the peace that surpasses all understanding. And I thank you for this. We love you all so much. Have a great day. Bye. Hello, dear the ABC family. This is Tarla from Hungary, and I wanted to pray for Emmy, her precious daughter, and her family. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up Emmy and her daughter in your loving hands. Right now, Lord, uh, this family is going through a lot, especially with the heart um, issues that were detected in uh, the heart of this little one. Lord, please touch her heart right now in the name of Jesus with your healing power, Lord God. I pray that um, her doctors will find the right solution for her and that you keep her in good health and you keep her and uh, help her to grow back that little part of the skin that her heart needs. Lord, I also lift up the marriage of Emmy, and I pray that you surround her with your love and you strengthen her and you tell her that you are enough. And you also give her the people, her pastor, a spiritual counselor, and the people who can help her discern um, the situation, but most importantly, that she can hear the word of your spirit that lives inside of her. Lord, give her patience, give her gentleness, give her just your immense and unconditional love. Cover her in your protection and this family as well as we are approaching um, the next medical appointment for her daughter and also the holidays. May your peace be with this family, Lord God, forever and ever because you are enough and you're always with us. I pray this in your name, the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, DABC family. This is one beloved daughter. Um, it's Wednesday, November 29th. And I just want some prayer for uh, my friend especially. His name is David Jordan. He's 50 years old. He got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. He had his neck um they were, it was swelled up. They did surgery, um, found out it moved, it spread to uh, his spleen, stage three. He's going through chemo. He's got had that for six months, but he's getting really sick from it. Not just normal sick, but he had a bad reaction to it. Um, and then some of the medications and stuff, and he had to have a, a bone marrow thing. I don't know. I don't understand what they did exactly with the bone marrow deal. But anyways, they had to drill into his bone, into his hip. And I don't know if they were testing or what they were doing with it. But anyways, point being is they, um, yeah, he said he felt that and it was really painful. But uh, he's just been admitted to the hospital. He can't breathe. And it's just awful. So please, please, please keep him in prayer. Um, he has a lot that happens to him all the time. I mean, just boom, 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 one one after the other. And he is living a homosexual lifestyle. He's married to a man. 
So pray for that and his salvation. I don't have time to ask for a prayer for myself, but thank you.